Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Veneto. Historical background. The earliest traces of the grapevine in Veneto are preserved in the casts of the lithic deposits in Bolca, where in 1859 the botanist Abramo Massalungo confirmed that the fossils he found in the Biscaya were none other than illustrious ancestors of today's Vitis Silvestris. It is not only the presence of an Ampelidaceae belonging to the broad order of Vitaceae, but the oldest evidence of the presence of vines in Italy. While it is true that the people who inhabited the Terra Mare, the Bronze Age villages of the lower Lake Garda area, were not yet aware of the use of grapes to produce wine, it is certain that between the 7th and the 5th centuries BC, forms of wild grapevine cultivation began in Veneto. Excavations at Palada have unearthed numerous seeds of vitivinifera, while vine leaves have been found at Isola Vicentina, and other grapes have been found in good condition at Caquinta di Sarego in the Berici Mountains. The Etruscans are probably responsible for the dissemination across the territory, not only the vine, but also the techniques used to ferment grapes, which became typical of the Mediterranean culture that considered wine an important mystical and religious commodity, as studies of the evolution of the ornate drinking vessels from the period demonstrate. Viticulture expanded mainly around the marshy lands of the Venetian hinterland and in those territories around the city of Padua, where high plant productivity was guaranteed and which supplied the Roman legions on the Rhine with wine. The crisis of the Roman Empire, however, had negative repercussions on all the region's agriculture, including viticulture, which after Domitian's edict in the second century, in which the planting of new vineyards outside Campania and Latium was prohibited, declined considerably. In the early Middle Ages, wine growing remained active almost exclusively on the hillsides around abbeys, monasteries, and castles. The wine produced was reserved for the nobility and the high clergy, as demonstrated by a letter sent to the canon of Venice, in which the Roman statesman and scholar Cassidorus ordered soave wines always be reserved at royal banquets 
describing them as follows, quote, the white wine made from selected grapes has a beautiful whiteness that seems to have been created from a white lily. The vine became a crop that had to be cared for and preserved as demonstrated by numerous medieval agrarian lease contracts, such as the one stipulated in the Treviso area in 894 by Abbot Austreberto of San Zeno di Verona, in which the tenant was obliged to plow the land at least once a year and to well manure the vines at least every three years, in addition to planting new vines in the Raziles, the most suitable lands as determined by the landowner. To this day, plots of land are still known as razoli in certain parts of the Veneto. Other documents record transactions relating to vineyards in the territories of Garda, Somma Campagna, Val Policella, Val Pantena, the Illazi Valley, and the Eugenian Hills, up to the city of Padua, where around the year 1000, there were even vineyards within the city walls. The Codice Diplomatico Padovano states that land was seeded as long as vines were planted on it, indicating that this included the marshy lands of Chioggia and the islands of Venice. With the rise of the comune, communes, and the decline of the curtense or manorial system of land ownership, Viticulture continued its virtuous course as the noble and ecclesial art of production of the early Middle Ages was replaced by one bourgeois viticulture that nevertheless maintained a high degree of quality. Following the great frost of 1709, when it came to replanting the vines that had been destroyed, the rural classes favored abundantly productive varieties without paying particular attention to quality. This contributed to a decline in status of Veneto wines, which suffered another setback when international trade intensified between the 18th and 19th centuries. As a, as a consequence, viticulture ceased to be a reliable source of income, causing the farming population to slowly abandon the countryside in search for a more favorable way of life elsewhere. Its declining economic status, contrasted with a renewed academic interest in agriculture that flourished in Verona, Padua, Rovigo, Vicenza, Belluno, Treviso, Feltre, and Conegliano in this period. On February 26, 1772, at a meeting of the Accademia di Conegliano, two significant speeches were delivered. The first was by the priest Antonio del Giudice, who blamed the production of poor wines and the consequent loss of credibility in foreign markets on the, quote, inexperience of the manufacturers and the poor choice of wines. The second important intervention came in the form of a question posed by Francesco Maria Malvolti. Quote, Who does not know how exquisite are our Marzemini, Bianchetti, Prosecchi, Moscatelli, Malvasie, and Grassari wines that are formed in various of these hills, 
The significance of this question lies in the fact that it links Prosecco for the first time with Conegliano Valdobbiadene. In 1868, the Società Enologica Trevigiana was founded thanks to the efforts of great pioneer Dr. Antonio Carpenet and Abbot Felice Benedetti. The society was concerned with the education and commercialization of Treviso wine and was responsible for improving the purity of Prosecco, where previously it had been mixed with other varieties. At the same time, Count Marco Giulio Balbi Valier identified and selected a superior Prosecco vine that is known today as Prosecco Balbi. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and other stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. In 1876, the Second Italian Analogical Congress was held in Verona, while in 1909, Zava published the Elenco Descriptivo dei Vecchi Vitigni Colitati del Veneto, Secondo Nome Volgare delle Uve, a descriptive list of old vines grown in Veneto, in which is stated, quote, Now that our viticulture is taking a new direction, it seems to me all the more necessary to establish which vines deserve to be conserved, taking into account the needs of consumers, the need to have a few but good grapes that can finally give rise to the production of good table wine, appreciated here and outside Italy. Geomorphology Veneto is a land forged by fire and water. On one side, the mountains and hills, on the other, the plains. It is here, on the plains perhaps, more than anywhere else, where the relationship between the population and the land is at its most obvious, as man's ability to control the numerous watercourses that flows through it define the landscape. It is a remarkably varied territory that extends from the Alps in the north to the Asiago Plateau and to the Po River in the south, from the remote headwaters of the River Adige to the expensive Po Delta. You only have to travel a few kilometers and the landscape completely changes. It is a territory that is full of surprises with a very combination of soils which play a fundamental role in the region's diverse viticulture. Veneto can conveniently be divided into two broad territorial areas that derive from the processes of formation and modeling of its surface. To the north, on the border with Trentino Alto Adige and Austria, we find a mountain hill area with a non-vineyard alpine surface. Descending, we find a pre-alpine hilly area of volcanic origin, where a large part of the region's viticulture is concentrated. To the south, in the strip of land on the border with Emilia-Romagna, and that to the southeast overlooking the Adriatic Sea, flat land prevails, originating from the transportation of alluvial materials 
from the numerous watercourses on the marine strata. Two other geographical elements to be considered because of their influence on regional wine growing activity are the Piave River Basin, entirely enclosed within the region's borders and located near the eastern border with Friuli Venezia Giulia and the Lake Garda Basin, located to the west on the border with Lombardy. Bodies of water influence the climate not only of the immediately neighboring territories, but also of those slightly further afield. A climate that in any case changes considerably both from the east to the west and from north to south, according to the morphological characteristics of the territory. From the harsh alpine climate of the Dolomites, with cool summers and cold winters, with frequent and abundant snowfalls, to the moderately continental climate of the hilly and lowland areas, to the even milder climate found around the Lake Garda area and the southern part of the region facing the Adriatic. Morphologically, Veneto has a number of plateaus made up of calcareous dolomitic formations of the Mesozoic age and subject to karstification, which give the landscape its distinct character. In the western part, platform faces prevail, formed by the composition of several minerals, while in the northwestern part, there are pelagic faces characterized by calcareous and calcareous marly formations of red color, such as red emanitic and biancone, commonly called maiolica or scaglia. Volcanic activity of the submarine type that developed in the tertiary era from the collision of continental shelves shaped the important formations of the Eocene and Oligocene basalts of the southern slopes of the Licini Mountains, Monte Baldo, the Asiago Plateau, as well as the Berici Hills that rise from the alluvial plain in the Vicenza area. The Uganian Hills are composed of trachyte formations, light-colored acid rocks that emerge from the alluvial plain in the Padua area with a distinctive shape called lacolites, while the basalts of Suave are dark-colored and basic. Of more recent origin, dating back to the Quaternary era, are the soils of Bardolino and Custoza the result of glacial deposits that form the banks of Lake Garda. These soils of morenic origin with a very varied physical and chemical composition form the basis of sensory characteristics of the red and white wines of Western Veneto. The soils of Lugana also originated in the final stages of this geological era, but present very different structural characteristics as they were formed from the transport materials of the internal circles of the glacial amphitheater consisting of silt and clay without the coarse particles that normally characterize such glacial beds. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, ciao.